It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to a Friday. Woo! Sometimes you don't know if you're going to make it to a Friday. Went to the doctor this morning. I'll get to that. Welcome in to Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio Friday, August 5th, which means we are two weeks away from high school football, two weeks away from St. X versus Owensboro, right here on the Big X, the debut of St. X football, right here on the Big X with me and Tony Burke. And uh, as, as happens every year, I'm very excited about it. Defending 6A state champions. Haven't said that in 12 years. But get to say it now and uh, looking forward to it. 14 days away. In fact, got a scrimmage tonight at St. X, supposed to be at Eastern, but with the weather the way it is, they're moving it over to the turf field at St. X, 6 o'clock, if you're so interested. I'll be there. Not signing autographs tonight. There's not going to be a booth set up. I'm just going to watch. Try not to uh, invade my privacy here. I, I re- please respect my privacy. Eminem Cards Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget... Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. Each week, one lucky Refreshing Awards member will win $10,000 all summer long. Grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Awards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon. You are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That's the Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Become one today. Text REWARDS to 80313. Justin Kalen, Scooter, is in the uh, studio with us today on the other side of the glass. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? When does the uh, Thornton's cash, Summer Cash Bash end? Because I don't have that, and I don't want to be reading this after the Chevy towel has been given away. I think it once it ends, I think that will be communicated to us. So I, I've I been here too to long worry. to believe that's actually the truth. <laughs> Fair point. I've been here too long. Point. I'm still doing uh, <laughs> doing commercials for the uh, Bourbon and Beyond from 2020, which got canceled because <laughs> of COVID. Well, it's taking place this year. So uh, yeah, good shape. That is good. So I went to the doctor this morning. Uh, if you follow along on the show or the podcast, by the way, all right, this is how technically unsavvy I am. I didn't realize, Justin, that. You can go back on the SoundCloud and listen to this show. Yeah. I had no idea. How, I mean, how do you think I gave you those statistics last Friday? No idea. Well, b- until then is what I'm saying. I had no idea. Oh, okay. That was, the, that was, that was my point. eye-opening, hey, I'm on the SoundCloud. Got it. So listen, if you can't listen to the show on a daily basis, and a lot of people are busy between 12 and 1, I get it. I'm not one of them. But a lot of people are busy. You can go to the uh, SoundCloud app or you can go to your uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, search SoundCloud, search WXVW 1450, search Spears on Sports. You can do all of those things and pop right up. You can listen to the show at your leisure. It's good to know. That's bad for people, though. Oh, right? that's awesome. For we, don't, we, don't, we don't want them hearing this. My, some people just want to hear my voice. Maybe <laughs> you're laying down to go to sleep at 10 30, oh, 11 o'clock you at have night. A great bedtime voice. Click on that. And you yeah. know what? I'm going to listen to Spears. Yeah. If, if nothing else, I will put you to sleep. <laughs> so I go to the doctor this morning. If you've been listening to the show, you know I had a little bit of an emergency room scare about 10 days ago. Went in, thought I might have had a blood clot, no blood clots. I'm good. 
just a little infection. Um, I'm almost out of the antibiotics, so I've gone through that whole thing. Felt great today. Went into the doctor. Here's what you here's what you want to hear. Hey, you look good. You're, which I know he's lying. First of all, you look good. You seem to be in pretty good health. All your blood work came back good. Everything seems good. You know what we haven't done though? We haven't had a full uh, markup. Is that what they call it? A full workup on you. We haven't had a physical in a few years. So I want you to come back in a couple months and we'll have the full physical. Yeah, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear, yes, I'll refill your blood pressure medication. No, you didn't have a heart attack. Everything in your blood work looks good. I'll see you whenever you feel like coming back in to see the doctor. Nope, not what I got. And I guess it's good. 58 years old is not young. Nope. Um, So, you know, I get to go back October 12th. Can't wait for a full physical. Now, as a male, as a man, and one day you'll be a man, Justin. As a man, when you hear coming back for a full physical, you know what that means. Yeah, okay, blood pressure. Uh, we're going to do triglycerides. We're going to do all the blood work again. We're going to tap on the knee with the hammer. But we're also going to bend over the table at some point, right? We're going to bend over the table. We're going to get a little aggressive as a doctor. Mm. And look, I've had a colonoscopy. I think if you get to a certain age, you should have them on a regular basis. I haven't had one in six years. So I got a feeling that's what's coming next. Who? You ever had one of those? No. I haven't. How old Actually, are you, young man? Uh, just you don't have to ball, you can ballpark it for I, me. I'm yeah. about to be 33. Uh, you don't need And that. I have not been yeah. to a doctor in 16 years. Now, see, I got 17 a, years old. I got a buddy. I got a buddy Randall L. And he doesn't even have a primary care physician. Do you have a primary care physician? No. Yeah, he doesn't either. No. And he's almost 50. See, my thing is though, and he is dips. I I had I had my one as a child, so it's like I'm to the point now where I'm an adult and I don't know where to go, you know, because I can't go to that guy. You got insurance, right? I do. Yeah. You go online, look up a network of doctors, and you you call one and you say, "Hey, I need to come see a doctor." And if you say I haven't seen a doctor in 17 years, they'll get you in. Oh my gosh, they are gonna freak out. They'll they get they you have in. like five or six things to check. Why are you calling now? <laughs> because the moron that uh, works at the radio station told me to call and make an appointment. Okay, you can blame it on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, you don't need to call us. You're 33. No. But at 50. But I need a doctor. Or older, it, you need a doctor. My buddy Randall L., he's 48, doesn't have a primary care physician. That's wild. Never goes to the doctor. Doesn't go to the dentist. Now, he's in great shape. Doesn't ever have any medical problems as far as I know. He dips. Doesn't have a dentist. Right? He's got the uh, the dip in the in the lower lip there. He doesn't even have a dentist. So things are going to catch up with Randall L. Yeah. They're going to catch up with him. I agree. Um, but I hadn't seen my primary care physician in a year and a half. And I had the emergency room. They suggested a follow-up, so I went ahead and did it. Uh, um, my, my blood pressure medication ran out of refills. I got about a week's worth left. So, so I got that taken care of. That's a fun morning. By the way, I had to get up at 6 a.m. instead of my normal 9 a.m. So I am not in a good mood today. Not in a good mood. But it is Friday. I am going to a high school football uh, scrimmage tonight, so I am kind of excited. Maybe I'll need a nap uh, today. So, 58 years old, 
I do this from 12 to 1 every day, and I take a lot of naps. Naps, great. Are, naps are good. Life is good. Yeah. All right, Hall of Fame game last night. Did you watch? No. Yeah. No. no. I, look, here, I'll give you right now $50. I have it in my pocket. If without looking it up online, you can tell me in the next 10 seconds who the fi- who the two starting quarterbacks for the Raiders and the Jags were last night. Keep, keep your money, John. Yeah. Jarrett Stidham, which you might have got, former Auburn Tiger, former New England Patriot, started for the Jaguars. He was 8 of 15, or for, the, for Las Vegas, excuse me, 8 of 15, 96 yards. Jake Luton. Oregon State product started for Jacksonville. He was 10 of 17 for 94 yards. So there's your stats from the Hall of Fame game. Las Vegas beat Jacksonville 27 to 11. And I said this yesterday, if you gamble on the Hall of Fame game, you may have a problem. The Raiders were two and a half point favorites. They covered. The over-under was 30 and a half. It went over. I did not make a wager on the Hall of Fame game. So, obviously, I don't have a problem. You buying that? No. <laughs> so, I, I, I do know several guys that gambled on it, though. Crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. You have no idea who's going to play. We knew that uh, Trevor Lawrence and Travis ATM were not playing for the Jags. We knew that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams were not playing for the Raiders. You got two new head coaches here. Uh, Doug Peterson at Jacksonville. And uh, the old offense coordinator in New England, uh, Josh McDaniel, uh, with the Raiders. So, um, I, look, I watched three, maybe four plays. I was flipping around watching some baseball last night, and I watched three or four plays. And first play from scrimmage, Here, here this was troublesome. I wanted to see the beginning of the game. First play, long pass, quarterback gets hit as he, the ball wobbles out of there. The Raiders make the reception, and there's a late hit. On the first pick, first round draft pick, defensive end of the Jags. I don't even remember his name. And they show the replay. They they called it, un, you know, um, roughness, unnecessary roughness. He didn't hit the quarterback in the head or neck area. He got him in the chest. He hit him as he threw the ball. He actually caused the ball to float up into the air, and then he pulled his arm away as the quarterback fell down, and the flag came out. Now, if this is what we're going to have again this year, it's hard to watch. It is. It's hard to it watch is. these late hits against these quarterbacks. You can't touch these guys. And this was not uh, Derek Carr. This was a guy named Jarrett Stidham, who's not going to play any downs this year. That's, that's still a, still a penalty. It was a terrible. Call. That that's the thing is like injuries are a part of NFL. So why? I mean, I get quarterbacks are the face of the NFL, but why are we protecting them more than other players? You if know? you hit him in the it's head, ridiculous. if you hit him in the head, call the penalty. I don't like it, but I'm okay with that. Sure. But if you just push him down or knock him down, you hit him in the chest, it's not a penalty. It's not baseball. <sighs> You're playing football. Texter says, John, this is when we give Justin the best piece of doctor advice we can pass on. If you don't have a doctor, find a female doctor who has small hands. Okay. Yeah. That's, All right. I'll take that into consideration. Uh, that's my buddy Johnny. I uh, used to work with Johnny years ago. Johnny, come on. You're better than that. That's that's not accurate? You're better. No. 
No, you know what? Go find a, a doctor that's recommended highly in a in a medical journal. But that's what, if, what you go find. I mean, what if he's at my age anyway? What if he's three fifty and has bratwurst fingers? I don't Great. Know, I don't know that I want that. It, for me, that's perfect because we look alike. <laughs> so the Hall of Fame game was last night. It's Hall of Fame weekend, and it's sort of tainted by the Deshaun Watson stuff. Roger Goodell in the NFL yesterday morning early decided to appeal the decision of a six-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. We thought they would. Uh, they would have looked weak if they hadn't, and the NFL does not want to look weak. However, they also don't want a lawsuit on their hands. And if the appeal decides that uh, Deshaun Watson's going to miss a whole year here, you're probably going to get an appeal by the union. or a, 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 Not an appeal, a lawsuit. The appeals are over now. You would get a lawsuit. And the NFL doesn't want to sit through another lawsuit that taints the game. Well, I would say to the NFL, Deshaun Watson playing after six games is what's going to taint the game. Deshaun Watson playing football this year after what he is accused of and what he has settled 23 civil suits after being accused of, he should sit for at least an entire year. And there should be a major fine, which he did not get. And the Browns should get in trouble, too, for, for uh, constructing a contract that only makes him lose $350,000 out of about $200 million plus. This just gets worse and worse. Now, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, could have heard the appeal himself. He decided to intern it out, right, for lack of a better term. He, uh, he contra- he's contracting it out. He doesn't want it to appear that he is judge, jury, and executioner, which is the way it was in the past. But under the new collective bargaining agreement, uh, they brought in Judge Sue Robertson, whose name you'll never hear again probably. She made this decision. The NFL didn't agree with it. Roger Goodell didn't agree with it. And so he has the right to appeal, and he has the right, and I don't know how this got past the union in negotiations, he has the right to be the jury here, Roger Goodell. Now, to his credit, he is contracting it out. He is not going to hear the appeal. The uh, NFL and the commissioner have picked former New Jersey Attorney General Peter C. Harvey to hear the NFL's appeal. Now, the NFL, I thought, and I said this yesterday, they're not going to ask for a full year. They're going to ask for nine, somewhere between nine and 12 games. Maybe double the suspension from six to 12 games. Maybe add 50%, go from six games to nine. Something that would not cause the union to file a lawsuit. Something that Deshaun Watson and his people would say, okay, six maybe not been an, okay, we'll take nine. We'll take nine games. We'll take 10 games. That's fine. Uh, and a hefty fine. Okay, we'll, we'll take that as well. Cleveland Browns ownership is probably going to pay that anyway, even though we'll never know the truth. But today, what we hear is now that the NFL has appealed, they're going for the whole kit and caboodle here. They're going for an indefinite suspension, which could be up to two years. They're going for a large monetary fine because they feel like the judge did all she could based on the NFL precedents. But the NFL believes. They haven't been harsh enough on these offenders in the past, and they need to change their policy. And they are going to go for the home run here. 
They don't want Deshaun Watson on the field at least, at least this season. So this this is going to come to a head, and it's again, we are a year and a half, two years into this, and we're not even close to the end. Because if the NFL gets what they want here, and look, Roger Goodell's not going to go out and get uh, a uh, arbitrator to listen to this appeal if he doesn't know this arbitrator and know which way this guy's going to lean. I mean, he's, he's not that dumb. So you have to think, when this appeal is heard, when all is said and done, and this former New Jersey Attorney General comes back and says, well, yeah, NFL's right here, and we're going to give them a full year. That's when the Players Union is going to file a lawsuit, and that's when we're going to have to sit through all of this for another year. And in the meantime, in the meantime, there will be a uh, stay of execution, as it were, for Deshaun Watson. He'll have to sit out the first six games. That's a done deal. But if this isn't decided by late October, he's going to play in game seven. And he's going to play in game eight. There's going to be a restraining order. Not a restraining order. What do they call it? Justin, help me out with the legal term. I have no idea. Yeah, I didn't think so. Wake up over there. I'm not a lawyer. It's not a restraining order. Uh, I know you know what it is out there in, uh, in legal land. But he's going to get to play until the lawsuit is over. Se- and that could season be desist. No, it's not season <laughs> Don't guess. If that's you don't know, don't guess. That's all I got. You need to go to the doctor. That's all there is. <laughs> So the point of this entire thing is Hall of Fame weekend is ruined. The game stunk last night. Uh, all of these Hall of Fame games stink. And all we're going to talk about until it's over is Deshaun Watson. Now, the good news is Hard Knocks on HBO starts Tuesday. The Detroit Lions on the preseason version of Hard Knocks. Next five weeks, I think, of programming every Tuesday night. 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, I'll have to check on HBO. And you, can, if you have HBO Max, you can watch it anytime. I love Hard Knocks. In season is going to be better this year because, remember last year it was the Colts. This year it's the Arizona Cardinals. You got Kyler Murray. You got Rondell Moore, former uh, Purdue Boilermaker. That's um, going to be fun. And the, New Albany Bulldog. And New Albany Bulldog and Trinity Shamrock. And we'll also see if. Kyler Murray's still playing video games when he's supposed to be studying. <laughs> so that's more interesting. But the Lions on preseason uh, hard knocks, I think a lot of fun here. Fun coach. Um, not a good team. I think the over-under for Detroit is six, six or six and a half wins. Not expected to be a playoff team. But the hard knocks show allows me – to forget about Deshaun Watson. For Last time I checked, the Lions were five and a half yeah. on the win over on. Not good. Over under. Whatever it is, not good. Yeah. Uh, check on Louisville and Kentucky during the break for me because I'd like to know what they are. Okay. Uh, we'll, t- we, we'll take a break. A lot of baseball to talk about tonight. Some great series this weekend. Mets Braves started last night. Dodgers Padres this weekend. The Dodgers got some bad news yesterday as well. The Cardinals are back tied for first in the National League Central. So we'll get to all that. And the, the, the Anaheim Angels, or the California Angels, or the Los Angeles Angels, did something that has only been done once before in Major League Baseball history yesterday, and I'll tell you what that is after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Anywhere, y'all. Everywhere. 
Eminem Cartage, John Spears in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is still open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. If you'd like to tell me all of your personal doctor's uh, stories along the way here. Not really. Don't do that. Or if you want to add to the conversation about sports, you can do that as well, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your text into the show, 502-414-1450. Texter said, uh, sent me a uh, GIF. Is it a GIF or a GIF? I've heard. Uh, this is a constant debate we have on Kentucky Roll Call. I think it's a GIF. I, I, the owner came out and said it was GIF. Well, he's wrong. Um, whatever it is, I got one from the movie Fletch, where uh, Chevy Chase is leaning over the table and says, Doc, you got your whole fist up there? That's uh, <laughs> what I'm looking forward to in two months. <laughs> All right, uh, are you tired of buying expensive sunglasses only to lose them, break them, or worse, you never even wear them because you don't want to lose them or break them? Well, let me tell you about Shady Rays. It's an independent American-owned company that started right in Kentucky. Changing the way you wear sunglasses outdoors, Shady Rays offers an industry-best combination of fit, style, and performance without the big brand price tag. Things do not stop at the quality. Shady Rays offers the most insane warranty in all of eyewear. Every pair backed by lost and broken replacements. You lose them. You break them, whatever happens to them on that visit to the doctor, uh, you can get a new pair free of charge with the lost and broken replacement guarantee. Shady Rays also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good by making an impact. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout, 25% off all adult shades. That's ShadyRays.com. Don't need your Shady Rays today. No. Oh, my gosh. It looks like it's going to rain all day, all uh, night. I'm Get going into to- these scrimmages tonight. This scrimmage I'm going to tonight was supposed to be at Eastern High School. They moved it to St. X because of the turf, uh, because of the weather. And by the way, if you're coming out to the scrimmage, bring a canned good, bring some uh, you know, paper towels, bring cash, whatever you can do. They're taking up donations uh, to help the flood victims in Eastern Kentucky. Uh, at a lot of these scrimmages tonight, but I know they're doing it Eastern and St. X combining to do it tonight at St. X. I'm golfing after the show today. So. Good luck. Car path only. No, it will be car path only. See, but I, I never play when. Have you seen me? I'm lo- not playing when it's car path. It only. looks like we're good until about 8 o'clock tonight. So you get around in before the Big X golf scramble. Yeah. Right? I'm going to Elk Run. Yeah, September I got to get a 2nd, practice round in. September 2nd. That's a Friday. Elk Run, 9 a.m. Uh, you can go to. Um, give me the website, Big X Sports. Uh, Big, X Big X Scramble at Yahoo.com. Yahoo. Okay, Big yeah. X Scramble at Yahoo.com. $30 per person, $120 per team. Great prizes are going to be given away. Most of the Big X celebrities will be there, be playing. And you're going to be one of them. Well, come on, John. I got, I'm got. i going to Purdue, Penn State the night before. That does, that's I not an excuse. I got St. X and Mail broadcast that night after the scramble not an excuse i'll be i'll be on a call Um, as well that night so west lafayette you're not going from west lafayette eight o'clock thursday night game and then getting back at probably three in the morning right for a you're gonna drive back 9 a.m tea time yes what am i gonna do get up at 
5 o'clock and come back for the scramble? I, I say you no. get – I work for a hotel. I can get you a nice little discount about halfway I mean, back. You can do that without me playing golf. Well, no. That'll just get you oh, about wow. an hour away instead of having to wake up and <sighs> they're – killing me. Crack of dawn, you know? I mean, I know that the public wants me there. It's I, logical. I yeah, it. all the public wants you there. I get that. You know, I, I I try to, you know, it's a, it's a curse. It's, you think it's a gift. It's not. It's a curse. I, I will lobby. Trying to keep people happy. I will lobby for the next month to get you at that. I got to get a team together. If Tony Burke will play, and I, he's probably listening, if Tony Burke will play, and I'll get my buddy Ralph, and I'll get my buddy Randall, who never goes to the doctor, and we'll, we'll, we'll have a foursome. <laughs> Is Tony going to the Purdue game as well? Yes. Yes. Right. And and calling the Saint X game that following night. All right. So, so I got to work on Tony and you. It's a, that's a. That's a very difficult 30-plus hours. But it, just think about sleep. the fun you'll have in that 30 hours. <sighs> you're, you can sleep when you're dead, John. Play golf. Come on. The way I felt a week ago, I thought I'd be sleeping while I'm dead right now. <laughs> All right. Um, Major League, uh, let's, let's go golf first here. Because the Live Tour thing, it, it's not going away. The members, 11 members of the Live Tour have decided to sue the PGA Tour. I talked about this toward the end of the show yesterday. They want to play in the FedEx Cup playoffs, which begin next week. Now, they left the PGA Tour and took a substantial financial windfall in order to do that. Phil Mickelson got a couple hundred million dollars. Dustin Johnson, uh, reports are, got $150 million. I don't know what Taylor Gooch or Matt Jones or or Abraham Answer or some of these others got, but they got money. So now they're suing the PGA Tour, saying they want to play in the in the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs, and that the PGA Tour is stopping them for from uh, pursuing their profession. <laughs> well, I thought you were pursuing your profession and making the game better by going to the Live Tour. It sounds to me like if you're getting two hundred two hundred million. And you're Phil Mickelson, who's part of this lawsuit, by the way. You're getting two hundred million to come over there and play in eight golf tournaments this year, scattered uh, around, not interfering with the FedEx Cup playoffs. Then you are making, you are pursuing your profession. You are playing golf, even though it's an exhibition. You're playing golf. You're getting paid for it. If you finish in in the top of the golf tournament, you're getting money. If your team finishes, you're getting money. You are pursuing your profession. You just chose to turn your back on the PGA Tour and pursue it elsewhere, which you have every right to do. Jay Monahan, the uh, commissioner of the PGA, came out with a statement telling his players, "Hey, look, we're going to fight this. We, you know, they are suspended from the tour. Um, they wanted to go play in the Live Tour, and then Davis Love yesterday, Davis Love the third, not Thurston Howell the third, Davis Love the third, came out and said, look." Here's what the nuclear ending is. If they want to come over here and play, first of all, we as players make the rules on this tour, and we don't want them over here back in this, on this tour. They turned their backs. They made, they made their bed. Now they have to lie in it. And we as players who own the tour, not the commissioner, not any of the executives at the PGA, we make the rules. This is Davis Love talking. And we don't want them here. Period. And if a judge decides to say that uh, they can play, then the nuclear option is none of us are going to play. The PGA Tour players 
would say, according to Davis Love III, if the live players like Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Phil Mickelson, Taylor Gooch, uh, Abraham Answer, Ian Poulter, if they are allowed to play in these FedEx Cup playoffs, it is going to be about a, a 10-man field because none of the PGA Tour players would then play. I like it. I think it's definitive. Now, I'm, I have to believe Davis Love has talked to other players here. Um, you know, Ryder Cup captain, major winner, very well-respected player, um, elderly, not elderly, older player among the players, very well-respected. I have to believe he's talked to these guys and said, guys, this is what we're going to do, and that they've agreed. Hey, yeah, you're right. This is what we'll do if the live golfers are allowed to tee it up at next week's FedEx St. Jude Classic in Memphis, the first leg of the playoffs. I don't want it to come to that. I want the judge or, or whoever is in charge of this to say, no, you're not coming back. You turned your back on them. You went your, your other way. You've been suspended. Dustin Johnson uh, and, and Sergio Garcia already, they resigned from the PGA Tour, so they don't have a leg to stand on. They're not coming back for the playoffs. So you've got 11 golfers in this lawsuit. DeChambeau's one. Um, Phil's one. Those are the two big names. Brooks. We got some other. I don't think Kepka's part no. of it. I don't think his name was on it. You know what this is like, though. The, honestly, this is like European basketball making a case that they should be in the NBA playoffs. It just doesn't make any sense. It's you're you're a completely different league. Why the hell do you think you can get into the NBA playoffs? Like it. Yeah, that's that's essentially what Liv is saying. We well, want to be in the PGA playoffs, although we are disassociated with the well, PGA. Their, their argument is: Look, early in the year, we were on the PGA tour, and we have accumulated enough points, FedEx Cup points, in the tournaments that we played before we left for Live Tour to qualify for at least the first week of these playoffs. Then don't leave for the Live Tour. Period. I <laughs> period. I really liked my. Uh, my uh, example yesterday. Let's say you're married. Yeah, no, I heard this. And one. you have this a couple of kids, and all of a sudden you trade in your wife for a new model, right? You trade her in. You, you go younger. Uh, you go perkier, if you know what I mean. Yep. And you say, "Up, oh, I got this new girlfriend." And then you decide, you know what? I really like this new girlfriend. She's great. She's given me. Uh, she's and reinvigorated my love for life. But you know what, honey? I still like you too. So can we get back together? No, I'm not going to dump her. No, no, no. I'm going to stay with, her name's Liv, by the way. Liv. I'm going to stay with <laughs> Liv Tyler over here. But I, I really want to come back to you too. Now, do you think your wife, who's got two kids at home, is going to go, sure, come on back? Hell no. I mean, your your all's kids would have to be. Let's have another. Let's have another child. They'd have to be ridiculously cute. <laughs> That's it. Well, so you know, I find the whole thing ridiculous it and is. disturbing, and s sort of. Um, I think they're blind. Yeah, I really think these players that left are blind to the fact that you can't come back. And if something does happen to this live tour next year, now next year. 14 events, more prize money, $405 million in prize money for these live tour events. They're not going to conflict with any of the majors. 
or any of the World Golf Championships. But what happens if the Saudis decide, you know what, we don't want to put our money into this anymore. This was an experiment. It, you know, it went okay, but we've got a Premier League team. We've got Formula One racing teams. We don't need golf. We're just not going to do this. These guys are going to come crawling back to the PGA Tour. Well, crawling back. The, the nice and thing. It feels like they are. Some of them are right now. The nice thing for the Saudis is you. They won't have to put any more money up. You know, like you paid Phil your two hundred million. They won't ever pay him again, other than prize winnings from tournaments. Yeah. Well, I blew my mind that, that Greg Norman said this week Tiger was offered somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred million. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, that's oil money. And I said this. Uh, I've said this before. That doesn't run out. Oil money doesn't run out. The tiger don't need it. And I also worry that what they're going to do is go to these young collegiate golfers, the top 20 or 30 college players, and say, hey, you don't have to play on the Corn Ferry Tour to qualify to play on the PGA Tour. Here's, you know, here's $5 million. Come on over here and play on our in our little exhibition matches. So that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. And it'd be hard for a college kid. Turn it down. To, who's, you know, doesn't even have, they don't even have full scholarships in college for golf um, to, to say, yeah, you know what? I really want to go to the Corn Ferry Tour and work my butt off uh, for five years, try to make it on the PGA Tour. Or I can take $5 million and go over here and, and play and have, have a good time. And hopefully later on, I'll be able to get on the PGA Tour. That, that's the thing is the number for the I college, worry about that. those top college students. Is going to be way less than the Phils and well, the Dustins it, and but that, five million. Five is million, way less. yeah. That if that, I'm coming out of college, that gets me over there. Yeah, absolutely. how do you say no? Yeah, absolutely. How do you say no? All right, we'll take a break. I do want to get to baseball because got some great matchups this weekend. Had some fun stuff yesterday. Braves Mets fighting for that National League East. That four game series began with a bang last night. I was watching a lot of that one last night. So we'll talk about that. Final segment of the week coming up. You're listening to Spears on Sports. Presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week. Been a long week. Heard I'm that. ready for the weekend. Heard that. Uh, and, but the wife did fix fettuccine Alfredo last night. And I got leftovers for lunch today. I am very excited about that. Come on. She can tear up some fettuccine Alfredo. Ah, I love her. I love her. <laughs> Just for the food. I love her. All right. Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's is underway. Each week, one lucky refreshing rewards member will win $10,000 all summer long. Grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your refreshing rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon. That's it. Two steps and you are entered. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like my favorite, Bud Light 12-packs. Or you can also purchase uh, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, large Doritos, many, many more. Just use your refreshing rewards card at Thornton's. It's Summer Cash Bash. Not a refreshing rewards member? Become one today. Text rewards to 80313. That's rewards to 80313. You're a Bud Light guy. Um, you know what? Do we uh, does is there any alcoholic sponsors for this show? No. I don't think so. I'm no. not I've been on Mick Ultras lately. Okay. I've been on Mick Ultras. I'm not an IPA guy. Sorry. 
It's too hoppy. I'm not going to do it. Same. But I'm Bud Light. Bud Light Lime. You don't, don't judge me for that, but Bud Light Lime. You ever had Bud fan. Light Platinum? I have one time, and I'll never do it again. Oh, that's my stuff. Because I drink it like regular beer, but yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's <laughs> it's six percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's crazy. I got a six pack. I was on the floor. <laughs> Not good. That came out when I was in college. Oh. I drank. I remember the first time I drank four of them, and I was done. Bud Light Platinum. Done. And you think, oh yeah, this just tastes like regular beer. I'm feel great, <laughs> and boom, you hit the floor. Uh, but I'm a Mick Ultra guy right now. Makes I don't know why. I don't know why. Easy to drink. Eh, you know, doesn't matter to me. If I now if I'm on a beach, I'm Bud Light Lime. Okay. Yeah. If, makes I, sense. if I'm at the pool, Bud Light Lime. What about if Bud Light Orange? Hot something? No. 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 Not gonna do it. Hot summer day, at a buddy's pool or at on you know when we went to Destin, uh, Bud Light Lime all the way. That's a little fruity. That's good. It's a little you, ever, fruity. you ever done the Bush Light Apple? Uh, I've done, oh, the only word of those I've done is light. No, I don't drink bush beer and I, uh. No, so it's, it's apple beer, but it's bush. But, but you don't want to start drinking it now, John, because this is the last year for it and it is addicting. I never wanted to mix my beer with fruit. You just said you drink Bud Light Lime. Until I got Bud Light Lime. So So, I maybe, I I maybe and I like it. So maybe that was a mistake. (laughs) So I'm not going to mix it with apple or orange or lemon or anything else you want to throw my way. That's not fair. Do it. That's fair. All right, uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, it's going to be a fun weekend. Last night, before I get to the big series, the Angels did something that's only been done once before in Major League Baseball. They hit seven home runs in a loss. <laughs> what? Shohei Otani hit two. Joe Adele, former Ballard Bruin, hit one. They lost to Oakland 8-7. to seven. The Angels hit seven solo homers. That's incredible. Has that ever been done in a game, seven Once. solo homers? Once. And I'd have to look it up to see when it was, but I heard on the broadcast it had been done one other time. Wow. You hit seven homers, you should win. Yeah. Right? And by the way, they're all solo homers. Nobody. What are the odds that you hit seven homers in a game and nobody's on base for any of them? Yeah, that's wild. Um, so crazy. Congrats. Congratulations, angels. You've fallen <laughs> to another low. Probably, you might as well just let trade Shohei Otani in the off season. The yeah. angels don't know how to do anything right. Uh, all right. Yankees didn't play yesterday. They're still 70 and 36. Uh, interesting series tonight. They start a three game set in St. Louis, an interleague series against the Cardinals. By the way, the Cardinals swept the Cubs yesterday in a doubleheader. Milwaukee lost in Pittsburgh. The Pirates swept that series. And now St. Louis and Milwaukee are tied at the top of the National League Central at 57 and 48. Um, the Phillies have that record as well. So you've got wild card implications. Like, I know we got about a, two months left in the season, but you got wild card implications here, all kinds of crazy things going on. Uh, Ed was in yesterday. Ed was uh, in studio yesterday, and he said St. Louis is going to win the Central. And boom, boom, they gained a game and a half last night in a one fell swoop, and uh, they are tied for first. Just curious, who's in third in the NL Central? The <laughs> the Pirates are fourteen back. The Reds are fourteen and a half back, and my Chicago Cubs, who got swept yesterday, are now fifteen and a half back. Pirates past the last. Reds. Pirates are in third. Dang it. 
<laughs> That's why I brought that up. It's only a, re- last it's, I saw the it's Reds a half game. It's okay. a half game. All right. We're coming. Uh, Choo-choo. Oh, hey. Here come the Reds, man. <laughs> I told Ed they're not going to lose 100 games. They're not. They, they're 42-62 and 62 now. They need 58 wins. Uh, not 58. They can't lose 38 games uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, they'll be fine. Out of uh, 58. They can't go 20 and 38. Not great, but. No, but. You don't lose 100. It's the, ba- it's the little, <laughs> small steps. Small steps. Look. <laughs> Maley's Maley's gone. Castillo's gone. Naquin hits two homers for the Mets last night in his debut at home. Jeez. Um, There are guys. Drury hits a grand slam in his debut with the uh, Padres a couple days ago. I mean, Reds baseball. Catch the fever. Uh, Mets-Braves last night was great. The Mets won 6-4 at home. They now have a a four-and-a-half game lead on Atlanta in the National League East. The place, City Field was bonkers last night. It was crazy. It sounded like a World Series atmosphere, a playoff atmosphere. Uh, Pete Alonso hit a homer. Naquin, I mentioned, the former Red, hits two homers in his uh, City Field debut. Edgar Diaz had a two-inning save. The announcers, even the I'm watching on my uh, extra innings package, and the Mets announcers were shocked because Diaz came in in the eighth inning Got the Braves out, and they thought, well, they'll bring somebody else in in the ninth inning. It's a two-run lead, and they're not going to waste uh, Edwin Diaz here for the rest of this series by having him throw two innings. Wrong. Buck Showalter put him in. He threw two innings. The Mets are now 67-38. and 38. Uh, I got the Mets in the World Series now. I'm a believer. Now, for the last three years, I've said on this show, well, they're just going to do some Mets things to screw it up. That's what we call it. Oh, they're pulling a Met. That's what we call it when uh, somebody does something awful. But Buck Showalter has got that team playing well. They just got Jacob DeGrom back. Max Scherzer is healthy. Um, That's a heck of a one-two punch on the mound. And by the way, Clayton Kershaw left the Dodgers game yesterday with lower back tightness. He is not young. He's had back issues in the past. His funky delivery does not help that back issue. This is something the Dodgers are going to have to address. And I heard Bill Plaschke from the L.A. Times, uh, Louisville, uh, former Louisville, uh, he, he was born and raised in Louisville, but an L.A. Times writer, he said he suggested at the, at the uh, trading deadline the Dodgers got to get another starting pitcher. They are short on starting pitching. They did not do that. And then here we are three days later, and Kershaw has to leave with a bad back. Uh, he's had some injury problems in the past. Now the Dodgers are in the playoffs. They got the best record in baseball at seventy-two and thirty-three. They beat the Giants again yesterday. The Giants, woo, they have really fallen. No kidding. They are twenty-one and a half games behind the Dodgers, nine games behind the Padres for second place. Here's my question: Are the Dodgers not only afraid of the Mets now? Are they scared of the San Diego Padres? Because the Padres went out, got Juan Soto, um, Josh Bell, both those guys from Washington. Brandon Drury, too, right? They got Brandon Drury from the Reds. Um, They got Josh Hader, the closer from the Milwaukee Brewers. All of a sudden, Padres, they just went and spent a whole lot of money. You got Machado. You got Tatis will be back before the season's over. They're a player, Justin. It's it's crazy that in that Soto trade – 
It was everybody talking about Soto when they got Josh Bell That's big. at the same time. Josh Bell's one of the best players in the MLB, and, it allowed and nobody them, was talking about it. It allowed them to trade Eric Hosmer yeah. as well, who's, who uh, is now with Boston, yeah. um, and that puts Josh Bell at first base. That Bell-Soto combo, really the Nationals, that's all they had going. That is all they had going offensively. Soto would come up in the three spot. He would usually walk, <laughs> or he would get a hit. And the uh, then Josh Bell would drive him in, and they over and over and over again. That was it. That was a three four punch. There was no one two. There was no five six seven eight nine. That was just those two guys. And uh, I tried to watch a little of the Nationals last night. I don't know any of those guys on that roster anymore. They do have Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt is one of the guys the Padres had to send back. But they still have Robles. They still have Robles. He's leading off. They got Hernandez. Of course, that's easy. Everybody has a Hernandez. I could just be making that up. But they have a guy named Cesar Hernandez or something like that. Uh, They actually lost to Philly last night 5-4, a five-inning range-shortened game. You know what that does to my over? I had over over nine in that game. It's 5-4 in the fifth inning, middle of the fifth. So, I mean, it's just barely a uh, complete game, right? If, if one less out and the game would have just been completely washed out. I kept waiting for it to come come back. Come on, come back. I'll just need one run. Yeah, I have four and a half innings to get me one run out of this game, 5-4. So I, it's not a loss. It's just a wash. Yeah. Even if it was one nothing, it would have been a wash. That's a, one that's, nothing, I'm pulling for a rain out. 5-4, I want them back on the field. That's a crappy push for sure. That's a bad push. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mets Braves tonight. Ian Anderson will go for Atlanta, and Taiwan Walker goes for the Mets. Now, over the weekend, and I haven't looked, so let me see if I can figure this out. Uh, Saturday, Max Freed for the Braves, Max Scherzer for the Mets. Oh, that's juicy. That's a one ten start on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'm guessing, no, it's not Sunday Night Baseball. Uh Spencer Strider, who might be Rookie of the Year, and Jacob DeGrom. So Braves are going to have to go against Scherzer and DeGrom on Saturday and Sunday. And I would say get used to it, Braves, because if you get in the playoffs and you got the Mets, that's what you're going to see. Should I – personal Max question. Jacob. Personal question, John. Should I take my Reds fandom to the Braves? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. Don't be that guy. I'm, a, I, look, I'm just tired of it. I'm, I, I, I want to win. <laughs> I'm a Cub fan for life, Justin. You all got a World Series. How long do you think I was tired of it before 2016 100, came around? 100 and what, yeah. eight years? Long time. <laughs> uh, so, no. And, and the Cubs are terrible now. They, they somehow screwed up trading Wilson Contreras at the deadline. They're going to lose him at the end of the year anyway. And somehow they couldn't trade a good-hitting catcher to a team like the Mets that need a good-hitting catcher. Um, and they're going to lose them for nothing. So the Cubs continue to astound me. But you can't look. As far as the Reds are concerned, I know they gave up a lot, but they got a lot of young talent in return. And I like India. I like Farmer. Uh, I like. I don't love, but I like Aquino. Uh, I'm not a big Nick Senzel fan. The young pitching they got. They brought a guy up tonight, Robert Duggar from Louisville. He's going to pitch against Miami tonight. It's a youth movement. They got to get rid of Otto eventually. He's got to step away. But I like the young guys they got. Never have liked the youths.
I'll see you Monday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carter. Big X. Reds suck.